I feel like it should be said, AFK shouldn't exist. By all reasonable and logical conventions, a place like AFK had a lot going against it from the start, which was about 10 years ago. Kayla Graves, one of the owners, she knew this when she first came up with the idea for a geek bar, but she had no experience running a tavern or a restaurant or starting a nerd bar at a time when nerd bars didn't exist. Yet, AFK has remained open offering a home for folks who don't really feel like they belong most other places. Even geeks who feel like they don't fit in with the main geek scene. Well, it's kind of, it's a counterculture community center for, uh, you know, Island of Lost Toys style place for geeks and gamers. It's uh, a <laughs> yeah, sense of community. It's why people are here. It's, it is a community. It's, it's people who care about you. It's, it's, it's the place where everyone knows your name stats and highest level character. That's Kayla, one of the owners of AFK, who sat down with me recently to tell me the story of this tavern. The name AFK is internet slang for away from keyboard. The vending machines here sell magic cards and dice for role-playing games. The curtains are tied up with video game controllers. You know how that happened? That's my, one of my favorite dumb stories. Um, I was in early opening, and I wanted to see all of the light coming in the windows because I had kind of gotten sick of it feeling so dark. And so there was a box of broken controllers. Um, and I took every one of those controllers and used them because I couldn't find anything but zip ties. One of my employees came in. I told him to finish it off, and he helped make them look nicer. And then uh, we sat back, and we're like, that looks really good. It was a box. It was a box of 50 broken random-ass controllers. Yeah. And when we first opened, all I could afford was paint. Like, you have to understand, um, this was not opened by rich people. This was opened by three uh, middle, lower-middle-class close friends. Which are Kayla, her wife, and their best friend. There were also a few small investors that helped out. When we had no funding, nothing whatsoever, my guild got together and they raised, you know, a couple of them raised 10 grand here, five grand here, and they, they loaned me the money. Like, people I only knew from a video game. <laughs> because they believed so strongly in this concept, and they believed in me because I had been running raids with them, and they knew I was a competent human being because I could DPS real good. Um, <laughs> I didn't stand in a lot of fires. That's the short version. The full story is a lot more difficult, a lot more geeky. Because like I said, AFK really shouldn't exist. But there's a very good reason that it does. When it comes down to it, we are a bar. In the same vein that if you walked into a country western bar, you would still be walking into a bar. It just would have country music playing. Just, you know, 20 people in their regular street clothes and then someone dressed up as Link. Who just happens to be dressed up as Link that night just because they came here and, and no one is like, oh, that's out of the ordinary. I'm just going to fast forward really quick here to this year, to a time when I was out at AFK with some friends. If you listen regularly to Northwest Nerd, you probably remember Renee. She's been on the show before. You really want the spelling of my name? I, I do. R-E-N. No, I don't really need her to spell her name. I just sort of like giving her a hard time. On Instagram and on Twitter, I go by Pixie Bomber. It's in good fun. You see, I- Renee is a friend of the podcast. And I am a listener from the beginning, since episode one. So not too long ago, I did this feature on a place called the Stormcrow Tavern. It's in Vancouver, B.C. 
Ever since I listened to The Nerdiest Place in Vancouver, I said I need to tell you guys about this place. We are at AFK Tavern in Everett. I met her at this place, which is arguably the nerdiest spot in Everett. And along for this trip to AFK was Joel, who is commonly known as Joel from SD. He's a local vlogger. The walls have just these wonderful murals, and they're just like a steampunk theme, but also there's all these lovely, like, posters and flags and stuff from every kind of, like, pop culture geek kind of thing out there. It's everyone that's into any kind of pop culture or geek kind of thing. It's an adult playroom where adults can come and they can hang out, they can play games, they can sit for as long as they want. I'm not that much of a gamer. Like, I'm a board gamer, but, like, there's two consoles that are, like, old-style, like, arcade, and I have played on those. I almost thought I was going to break one of them once because I'm a little hard on them. There's posters on the walls above from various movies, various TV shows. My personal favorite, Firefly. There's also a menu for mixed drinks. Blackbeard's Revenge is delicious. It starts with their root beer on tap. And then you can either get it with rum and butterscotch snaps. Or you can get a little bit more classy and get um, pecan whiskey in it. Oh, the one that I messaged you about? It is Tony Stark's Breakfast of Champions, which is Canadian whiskey and cherry bourbon on the rocks. Well, one of the two things I like to get is either the Wish King, which is a uh, burger um, that has barbecue sauce and blue cheese dressing and bacon on it and yum. But there's also a list of sonic screwdrivers, which goes in line with each of the doctor. There's one, one, a friend of mine, her favorite is the River Song, which is Fireball, Hard Cider, and Ginger Ale. I can come in here and put a board game down and play it and not get a weird look from the waiter or the server or the... The, the owner and why am I like taking up this table they need to turn for someone else to come in and use. Now AFK is a bit of a two-sided coin. Part of it feels like you could bring the whole family during the day. The other part feels like when the sun goes down, the drinks go up, people curse like gamers and they don't take any crap. So anyway, while we were sitting here playing games, Renee gets to talking and I think this explains what AFK is. It was about a year ago. I came with two of my friends who have um, developmental disabilities. And I ordered a picture of the root beer and we ordered food. So there's there's a specific menu that you can get games that you can order from, from their library. Our waiter recognized that the people with me had needs and he helped recommend a game specific for at the level that the people that I was with. It was going above and beyond with customer service and so we played one game and then we ended up getting a second game and playing it and the girls had a fabulous time. They keep asking me when we get a, when, when are they going to come back here with me and they felt Included, they felt like they were in a community and they felt adult and grown up because they were in a tavern. They've never been in a tavern environment before. But it also speaks to the family-friendly environment that I felt comfortable enough bringing these two individuals here.
there's a really wonderful uh, game store uh, down in Albany, Oregon that we used to go to uh, when, when, when my partner and I lived down there. And, uh, and we loved this little game store because it just felt like a game store we could go to and that we didn't feel weird and, and we didn't feel the odd ones out. Uh, when we moved away from there, we moved all over the place before we ended up here in Washington. Um, and we ended up in Washington because of the domestic partnership stuff um, and the fact that Boeing would give me health care. Yeah. Kayla was a programmer at the time. And they searched around for another game store up in Washington or just any geek hangout like that shop in Albany. We always felt like we belonged in a bar. Like, we love bar. And so, like, our idea was is that we wanted to kind of marry the idea of gamer culture and a bar and uh, a place where we could go um, and sit down and have a drink and play a game um, and not really worry about, like, a six-year-old screaming about magic cards, honestly. A lot of folks say that they would like to open their own bar. We've all likely had this conversation probably while we were out at a bar with our friends planning out how we would recreate 10 Forward right down to the Sumerian Sunset Cocktails. or Maybe that last part is just me, but the point is, Kayla didn't just talk about it. She went after it. She had drive and a great idea, and she had no money to do it, which was a problem. And I brought people in, and I said, this is what I want to do. This is, this is my idea. And I was told over and over again, this is stupid. Like, geeks don't don't want to socialize geeks. And remember, this is before geek became a part of our mainstream culture. Like, uh, when, I, when I first took it to a real, like, capital investor, I remember just the laughter over the phone. Just the straight-up laughter. No one took me seriously. Not a single person, except for um, some of my guildmates from WoW, uh, my best friend, and my wife. The original plan was to build a bar from the ground up. That didn't quite work out. An investor here or there would get nervous and walk away. Another venue fell through. It seemed like every time they made progress, it didn't happen. We, we got just a lot of flat-out no's, or it would go through the reality part of it, and the realtors would talk to each other, and then we would go to sign contracts, and then we would just get a, like, weirdly would just get a no. One company said they didn't want the risk of uh, that they had had game stores in their place before and they didn't and that that there's no money to to follow when the lease gets broken and they then restaurants were really volatile and blah 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 then and it sounds cliche to say this but it's true it was a bleak dreary stormy day so the story goes it was my birthday um it was it was one of those weird rainy june days uh, that we get where it kind of rains in the afternoon. Um, and uh, I had just lost all my investment. Um, my my friends threw me a surprise party. And so um, I was really depressed the entire time, uh, like nigh on the verge of tears most of it, and told them, hey, I, I just lost all my investment for, for my dream. I guess I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to coding. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, they kind of banded together and were like, we'll help you get through this. We'll, we'll, we, we got a little money here or here saved up. Let's, let's do this. And so, um, I was on my way back and I was feeling like, um, from this little surprise party and I wanted to get some sushi. And so we swung by and this place was, was closed and it was raining. And I remember the sign out front and I just dialed the number and I was just like, you know, Hey, uh, you know, I'd like to see what's inside the building. And, um, when we looked at the price, we were like, holy f- we can afford this. And then the friends came through too, those WoW Guild members Kayla mentioned before. 
The setup was basic. A few employees, a little food, some beer. They put a small word out on the internet about this place that they were going to open, a geek bar. Kayla, however, wasn't holding her breath. She'd been told by a lot of people that what she was doing was just a bad idea. November the 5th at about 4 p.m., uh, we, we threw our doors open for the first time. But, but before that, um, we had a line around the building. Like, and I was looking outside scared half out of my mind. I had like three staff, three. <laughs> like my bartender had barely, we didn't even have a really good bar menu. It was supposed to be a test night, like to see if like we should break our lease or not. Um, <laughs> this was, this was, and it was scary and it was confusing. And I don't remember the entire night. <laughs> it turns out that AFK is kind of like the little bar that could. Despite what investors said, what realtors said, what people generally said about nerds and bars, Kayla and the crew at AFK and all the regulars have been proving them all wrong ever since that first night, which actually, okay, it didn't really go all that well. That first night was the flood of that. It was the first torrent that did not stop. It was like drinking from a fire hose. I hired people on the spot when they brought in resumes that night. I brought, I handed them aprons and I told them to get on the floor. No one knew the menu, like no one knew any, like because the, the staff I had been training with, one of them like broke out into tears and left that night because there was just too many people. Like we ran out of food. We ran out of liquor. Our power went out. It was a Please. catastrophe. <laughs> Things haven't slowed since then. She focuses on what keeps the doors open and the regulars happy, the drinks they like, the food they want. I have suffered my, my share of uh, um, indignities from this business, and uh, I, because I love it so much, I, I deal with it. Um, the staff members here... To the regulars, everything here makes us a community. The fact that I treat my staff like people means they're going to treat customers like people. Most of them have been working for me for five or six years. People feel welcome here. It makes people set up on their laptop for hours a day and just play video games. We'll never kick you out. We'll never kick you out even if you don't buy things. We're, we're the folks who you know, don't exactly fit in in a game store, don't fit in an upscale uh, locality. Um, like we we don't we don't say anything on the door about it, but it's any night here you can see uh, heavy minority representation, heavy LGBT representation. That's that's who come in here because we feel good here. We feel like we fit in. 